Are we out of the woods? No, they're not out of the woods. Sabrina. Anubis, backwards. See what I did there? Okay, so welcome back to another episode of Anubis Backwards Podcast. Today we will be discussing House of Hazards and House of Charades. Um, so first on our agenda is please send in your voice memos if you have any to anchor.fm slash news backwards. And we've also just officially launched a our official merch store slash stores. Um, you can find us on TeePublic and Redbubble at Anubis Backwards. Woo! Very exciting. Catching up on Anubis Backwards merch, guys. Yes. <laughs> Can't wait for those Surrey play illicit affairs socks. Oh my god, I'm so excited about the series. <laughs> what we need. We are doing a Halloween live stream this Saturday, October 17th at 3 p.m. Eastern. We would love it if you guys came and hung out with us. Um, we'll talk about how Sunubis. We'll play some games, vibe together. It'll be a fun time. It's yeah. going to be on our YouTube channel that we just created. So just keep an eye on our Twitter and our Instagram for the exact link when the time comes. And yeah, it's going to be fun. We hope to see you there. We may or may not be wearing costumes. Hmm. May or may not. May or may not. Hmm. <laughs> also, so by that she's at my house for the weekend, we have a very special guest. Her name is Alexa. She is my friend from college, and she is here. She has- yeah. So, um, fun fact, Alexa. So this might be fun for you guys. The only time she has ever seen House of Anubis is last night when we watched the episode that we're recapping today. So, no context. She just watched this episode. Doesn't know any of the other episodes. Hasn't seen them. Doesn't know anything. So yeah, very true. <laughs> <laughs> We can't go on any any nutty summer romance tangents. <laughs> oh no, whatever shall we do? I mean, you say that now, but real. <laughs> we can tell her anything and she will believe us. That's too much power. <laughs> the Piper Power Hour. Per usual, we open the episode with the iconic intro. So we cut back and we see that Rufus has kidnapped Patricia. Victor saw their play confronting him. I'm glad they could play like what are they by like revealing that they know everything about Victor's plan. <laughs> like how is this helping? <laughs> you know what would have actually been cool if the play was like further in the season, like towards the end of it, and then they're like, "We know, we see you. We're coming for you." But yeah. like halfway through, this is just they like, like showed all their cards really early, exposing themselves. So like I I know this is kind of irrelevant, but. And I know we're trying to be on time, I want to say. So, Speedy. But, so, for some reason in Big Brother this year, they, whenever someone gets evicted, when they're doing their, like, goodbye messages, they keep exposing themselves to their alliance. And they're like, oh, yeah, I'm in alliance with this person, this person, this person. Uh, yeah, we all hate you. We all try to get you out. And I'm like, damn, they're all exposing ourselves. This is wild. But, like, the Anubis kids are doing the exact same thing. They're just like, we know everything about you. We're coming for you. And... <laughs> they're screwing themselves over now like he's obviously going to suspect it's them anytime something happens so no brain cells to sabuna this week <laughs> no brain cells can't <laughs> or last week technically i guess no brain cells for the past like five weeks <laughs> okay mara comes in and asks if anyone's seen patricia mara says patricia didn't come back the night before and that she was with an aunt and uncle uh mara says she really needs to talk to patricia she leaves the room and Amber says it's because Mara and Mick got together and broke up within an hour. Amber just knows everything. Like, why does she know this? 
XOXO Gossip Girl. <laughs> Honestly. Like, Gossip Girl AU with Amber. They really were like in like Mr. Sweet's office. How did they ever even know? <laughs> oh. That girl. Uh, Nina wonders where Patricia is. Fabian says he hopes she's with Joy and not Rufus. Amber chimes in that she thought Rufus was one of the good guys. Amber says it's impossible to keep track of who's one of the good guys. Nina says she hopes Patricia is okay. I also just loved Amber being like, we need a newsletter just because of how much stuff was happening and like, who's the bad guy? Who's the good guy? And like, can you imagine if Amber started a Sabuna newsletter? Like, like every week, Sabuna got like a little, little email that was like, okay, here's what we accomplished this week. Here's who's bad now. Here's who we trust. Plot twist Sabuna. in season three. That's what she was whispering to Alfie to start a newsletter and send it to her. <laughs> There's only one thing I have to say. <laughs> we cut to Rufus who's asking Patricia if she slept well. She asks him if he's going to take if he's come to take her breakfast order. Rufus takes out one of her hair streaks and takes her bracelet off. She asks what he wants from her. He tells her to enjoy some me time. He then leaves, but not before locking her back in the shed. <laughs> Patricia's really out here just like coming at Rufus to be like, um, you can't take my bracelet, it's vintage. <laughs> also she's just like she's being so sassy in this scene she's handling it pretty well overall like i would be crying at this point if i was kidnapped and she's like talking back to him and like <laughs> yeah, i don't know like good for yeah. her but she's yeah, handling this much like, better than i would let me sass my kidnapper real quick right that's a whole like, mood, he, he could have like i don't know Again, if this was not a kid show, if he if someone was being that sassy to their kidnapper, he'd probably like I don't know, like make her yeah. shut up somehow. I'm surprised yeah. like he didn't confine her to like that chair though. Yeah, he like, really he never, like, like high- he just like chair. locked her in the shed and was like, "Good luck, girl." Back at the house, they're eating breakfast. Amber asks Mick if there's trouble in Mara days. Mara dice. Amber says she was so clever for her joke. Mick tells her it's none of her business. <laughs> Honestly, that was a good joke. And that's another also, amber line that like lives rent free in my mind that one really does that one. be living rent free in all my all our minds i think i also just commented that amber's tie was like half on and this is like the whole time they're at breakfast which is a very long time this episode for some reason amber's tie is literally just half on the whole time these kids not wearing their ties again i like how that is an entire commentary we go on <laughs> weekly wear their ties at least she had it half on instead of like in her room that she had to run back and get it i guess (laughs) mara trying to streamline the process every week but yeah this is just a good line and amber it's so funny and then mick's reaction is so it's not an important scene but it's a good scene (laughs) good good (laughs) it is nina asks alfie if his parents are still there alfie asks if they can pretend he's head of house to impress his parents we cut to the school. Mr. Sweet receives a phone call from Rufus. Eric asks Rufus why he was at the play, and Rufus lets Mr. Sweet know that he has Patricia. Mr. Sweet asks Rufus what he wants from the school, and Rufus says he has a list. Mr. Sweet reminds Rufus he is no longer part of the society, and he has no right to make demands. He really is just like, I borrowed your student, Patricia. <laughs> what? Also, <laughs> what, is, what is the concept of Rufus exposing himself for this? No brain cells for the adults either. I guess he really wants his demands 
because he doesn't tell us what the demands are so he must want something bad enough to like expose himself like i'm gonna kidnap patricia and then maybe they'll like give me whatever i want to like get her back i guess yeah also i said all this was actually caring about patricia <laughs> he just knows deep down that this is his future daughter-in-law you know <laughs> he just has a sense iconic show stopping surprised emily didn't bring it up <laughs> i mean i was you, you would have I was thinking it, and then I was like, "We all slowly throughout this podcast now have been like morphing into each other." Yeah, like last week I brought up Piper. This week I bring up a Petty reference. I thought- Y'all are shipping Makara out of nowhere. It's- yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I listened to the rest of last week's, and it was literally me who went. Makara's making some points in the scene. I was like, "Damn!" <laughs> I'm so proud. Okay, Victor comes into the dining room. He shuts the door behind him and tells the students to sit down. Fabian asks Victor if this is about the play. Give a review. Victor goes on to say that their juvenile fantasies are none of his con- are are of no concern to him. Victor says a theft took place and that items of great value were removed from his safe last night. Victor asks Fabian if he was responsible. He says no. Nina asks Alfie if his parents are still there. Alfie asks if they can pretend he's head of house to impress his parents. We cut to the school. Mr. Sweet receives a phone call from Rufus. Eric asks Rufus why he was at the play, and Rufus lets Mr. Sweet know that he has Patricia. Mr. Sweet asks Rufus what he wants from the school, and Rufus says he has a list. Mr. Sweet reminds Rufus he is no longer part of the society, and he has no right to make demands. Shot of the day or something, and they were all like, I want to go home. (laughs) Fabian did all the talking in this scene while Victor was interrogating them because, like, I can't even imagine what kind of line Nina would have came up with if she was the one trying to be like, uh, no, it wasn't me. Nina probably would have been like, I was stuck in the bathroom changing my costume slightly. <laughs> I love bathrooms. I love changing my <laughs> I costume. Love, I read Nina says, I love plays. Like, I just love being in this play. I was so <laughs> <laughs> That girl, though. Oh. Victor's t- Victor tells him he still has security cameras installed in his room, and he will find out who stole the items. So, like, he really do just be sleeping at his desk all night, right? I guess. Yeah. He calls that office room on multiple occasions. Like, sir? Sir? Does he have, like, maybe he has a Murphy bed. Maybe. It's <laughs> just, like, hidden. Or there's, like, we can't see. It's, like, lofted up, up, up above, and he can, like sleep high in his office. Imagine like a 112 year old Victor just climbing up like a ladder into a loft. (laughs) Like a secret entrance to like his own room. I'll miss it. Then he just said her hair shriek in the mail and slumbers and I know like his parents she got kidnapped but that's just so funny. (laughs) (laughs) It's the real reason Patricia stopped wearing them guys. So they can't use those as like proof she was kidnapped. (laughs) Nick is sitting in the hall when Miss Robinson walks in. She's been allowed to come back to work. Nick says he has his UCLA summer school tryouts the next day. He asks her if she can help. However, he realizes it's a bad idea after the accusations he, she faced. She says they don't need to give him something to talk about. Like, she really can't even help him with sports. <laughs> I know. It's not fair. They didn't deserve this. They're innocent. Yeah. Um, also in this scene, if you look in the background, Brad Fiance is there again, and she's just like really intensely studying the bulletin board the entire time. Like she doesn't move; she's just staring at this bulletin board. I thought that was funny. Yeah, so really there's your weekly uh, Brad's Fiance spotting. 
Mara was listening in and we see a shot of her looking guilty back in Mr. Sweet's office. Victor says they cannot give in to Rufus's demands. Mr. Sweet says he has a duty of care to the students. Victor reminds him his duty is to protect the chosen one and the secrets of the society. Miss Andrews tells him one of their pupils has been kidnapped. They can't sit back and do nothing. Victor says that is exactly what they must do. And my comment was literally just, bro, no. I said, like, Victor. That's really two kids that just mysteriously disappear in the schools. Like, we're just going to pretend. <laughs> Suddenly they erase Patricia from the school photo. Pretend Patricia never existed. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so bad. <laughs> Patricia never existed. I said, Victor's really said F them kids. He, he did. I'm just glad, like, Mr. Sweet and Mrs. Andrews are saying, and they're like, oh, maybe we should, like, put our students first since we do work at a school. <laughs> you know. Nina is looking for Fabian. She knows as soon as Victor sees the tape, she is done for. Victor comes into the hall and summons the Anubis residents, telling them he wants them back at the house immediately. The students arrive back to the house, and Victor is going to play the recording from his camera. Nina is freaking out. Then the video plays, and it's Victor trimming his nose hairs. Fabian had switched the DVDs. Nina gives Fabian a kiss on the cheek before cuddling into his side. Um, once again, no one tell Brad I am a Fabian shipper. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. It was just funny though, like, if this shot of Victor is from the security camera, they would have been fine anyway, because you can't see the floor. So like Nina crawling on the floor, you wouldn't have been able to see her. Um, but also, yeah, like the Fabina cheek kiss, we stand. But I don't know, like, I feel like if I was that like Nina and I was excited that like oh I'm safe like do you just like ra- randomly kiss your friends on the cheek I don't know like this is not something I would do I thought it seemed like a little out of place it was really cute but I would have like hugged him or something I don't know yeah I mean even though I was excited and even if I was trying to flirt with this guy my friend that I was trying to flirt with would that be the moment in which I'm like let me make a move on him right now <laughs> I can't <talk. laughs> I yeah I don't know I guess Nina I said they are cute and I agree with being cute but yeah, I guess maybe Nina thought it was time to take the next step after, you know, uh, when Fabian was so happy she came back to the play that he, like, hugged her really weird and, like, put his head all up in her boobs. So maybe she's like, I gotta make the next step in our me and Fabian's relationship. I'm gonna kiss him <laughs> Oh my god, and his face was priceless. It was so cute. <laughs> Got all, like, blushy, and it was, it really was oh, a good yeah. moment. And he, like, his jaw dropped. He was like... <gasps> <laughs> Shocked that she randomly kissed him on the Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Same. Season one, Fabina made some points. Season one, Fabina can stay. Again. Season two, Fabina can... Yikes. Yikes. Leave. Uh, Victor wants to know who dared mess with his equipment. LV asks if they can see more home videos. And Victor... And says Victor has a nose for comedy. <laughs> I laughed for about five minutes after that scene, and it's not even, like, that funny. <laughs> At the school, Mr. Sweet says they're in an impossible situation. Miss Andrews says she's thinking, and then the phone rings. It's Rufus. Rufus tells Mr. Sweet to meet him at the clearing at 10 p.m. that night. Miss Andrews says she has a plan, but they cannot tell Victor. The adults are really about to get kidnapped. Honestly, Rufus could probably <laughs> take Mr. Sweet. He looks like an yeah. easy target. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Mrs. Andrews, I think, would be a little harder, but Mr. Sweet, easy target. I could see Mrs. Andrews, like, secretly having a black belt or something. I don't know. She just gives me, like, badass vibes. Well, she's the one who's like, I'm gonna save our students. Like, screw y'all. Which is good. Like, I'm very proud of them for going against Victor and protecting their kids and, you know, putting their kids first. Rufus goes back to to check on Patricia. She hears him working on the lock and decides to hide. Rufus hears her knocking something over. 
Uh, Rufus is standing still in front of some box boxes, telling Patricia to come out of hiding. Patricia pushes the boxes, which she believes has knocked Rufus out. Um, you're going to hear me rant about this twice in the next, like, five seconds. Um, I'm sorry, but this is so unrealistic and dumb, and it made me laugh. Like, they made it sound like the glass, like, glass was breaking, like, the box, and for boxes to have been heavy enough to knock someone out, and they were, like, to knock someone out and also be that easily pushed over by someone is so bad. Yeah. <laughs> someone who, yeah. like, does freight at work and sometimes has to deal with large boxes full of glass. First of all, they're heavy. You don't just push them off, like, e- like I mean, in this case, yes, pushing them off of something makes sense. But, like, even then, they're not hitting someone, like, hard enough to, like, knock them out. Yeah. Um, Patricia Uh-oh. goes to leave, but pauses to check on Rufus. He grabs her ankle and calls her a fool. And I wrote, listen, I know I just complained, but he, like, was still legit knocked over, and you can't fake that. Like, he fell over, like with the boxes. Over, I like, know. Oops, I just faked. <laughs> I was also just annoyed because, like, Patricia had her moment. He was knocked out for a second, and instead of running, she's just like, "Let me just stare at him for a minute, like, make sure, <laughs> make sure he's okay." Like, she could have, she could have escaped if she just ran instantly. Like, Ma'am, she just, he just kidnapped you. Like, you don't need to make sure he's okay. Just get out. Yeah, like get out of there. Run. Run, Patricia, run. Run, Patricia, run. And on that note, it's time for a word from our sponsor.
So, before we get back into it, Alexa, do you have any commentary other than you're looking for your what picture to pose on Instagram? <laughs> she looks like she's having a grand old time. <laughs> we're, we're halfway through the episode, so she just tried to knock him over, but he was like, not knocked over. He tried to knock him over. Patricia. <laughs> uh, I mean, good move. Smart. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your favorite character so far? She doesn't know any of their names. <laughs> I only know you could just describe them. So I guess Patricia. Yeah, Patricia Stan. <laughs> Emily Pat is her favorite character. <laughs> A moment most pleasing in my career. <laughs> okay. My favorite character is, um, we have no commentary on that because she doesn't exist. <laughs> She's sick. She exists. She's just not around yet. We're just Laura Piper, power hour, let's go. Patricia's twin sister. But also Alfie. We get some good Alfie content. <laughs> we do get some good Alfie content. My faves are being problematic. It's fine. Rufus grabs Patricia and tells her if she tries anything like that again, that she will be sorry. He tells her to sit down and she says she's not scared of him. This show is wild. <laughs> Once again, how is this for children? I Is it though? Was it for children? I know it was it was on Nickelodeon. If it's on Nickelodeon, I would say it's for children. Yeah, we were it's on the way cry <laughs> on Netflix as like a teen, like tween show. Yeah, it thrived. It definitely would. Like, I feel like if it was on Netflix, that a lot of people would watch, it, especially for like Halloween. <laughs> like, and they could have like, if it was a Netflix original, they could have made it like a little bit darker. You know? Exactly. It's now dinner time and Alfie and Jerome are goofing off as Nina tries to get a hold of Patricia. Nina brings up the fact they haven't seen Patricia to Trudy and Trudy goes to talk to Victor. Victor lies and says Patricia's aunt called him and she's fine but her uncle is ill and in the hospital. I just said Victor is the worst right now. Like, I think that like I mean, by the end of the show obviously Victor like has a lot of character growth and stuff. I end up liking Victor in Touchstone of Raw. But I am so done with Victor right now. I'm so mad. I agree. He really was like, Patricia got kidnapped and I do not care and I'm going to lie about it. Well, you also wonder what he would have said in that situation. What? Like, what do you tell her, like, housemates? Like, oh, yeah, she was kidnapped. We're working on it. Bye. But he's not trying to, like, help. Like, if he was lying to them, but, like, trying to get Patricia back, I'd be like, okay. But he's really just like, oh, yeah, her aunt and uncle are sick, but I guess she ain't ever coming back, because I said F that kid. (laughs) (laughs) Sabuna realizes it's suspicious because the aunt and uncle don't actually exist. Nina says they need to find the card Patricia received. Fabian says he's going back to the school to research the ink pieces, and Amber said she'll go to the- look for the card in Patricia's room. I said, why am I Amber? Um, not, like, the looking for the card thing, but, like, in this scene, Amber is, like, kind of confused as to what's going on, and I, I really <laughs> felt that. <laughs> okay, but this is, like, the only season Fabian goes to the school to do his research. Otherwise, he's, like, at the house. Yeah. True. Oh, no, and Touched on a Raw, he goes to the school a few times. Never mind. Oh, right, because doesn't Mara go with him? Yeah. Yeah, because they're, they're like, all right, they have to be together. <laughs> they're trying to set up maybe. <laughs> Gotta get their build up somewhere. Amber goes upstairs and Nina says she has a bad feeling about this. Fabian tells Nina not to worry and that Patricia can take care of herself. I just wrote Fabisha. Wow, I can't believe Fabisha got more build up than Mabian. 
I still love Mabia, though. Show me on the mannequin where I'm wrong. Patricia <laughs> Crumb. Like that's like our new running joke. Patricia is screaming for help. Help. Rufus comes in and tells her she can scream as loud as she likes. No one is going to hear her. They're in the middle of nowhere. Patricia says the trip there only took five minutes by in car. Patricia says that she left a clue behind. She dropped her ring in the clearing so that someone will know she was nearby. Well, one, Patricia's really smart for just, like, realizing this and knowing this. But two, continuing the theme, she really just exposed herself. She's like, I left this thing behind so somebody could find it as a clue. So now Rufus can be like, well, I'm going to go grab that thing so no one else finds it. It's so dumb. Patricia. That seems like a hard to find thing. Like, that's a small object. Like, it's not True, a, yeah. like a bulkier ring, but because we see a shot of it later. But, like, she had, like, her bracelet and everything. Maybe she thought Rufus would see it. Like, <laughs> she really was like, let me leave like, the clue. Nine o'clock at night, she should have dropped her bracelet because that's at least going to be more visible. Like, if you're standing True. in the clearing, unless she. At what point did Patricia drop this thing? Because, like, she got into Rufus' car fully thinking they were going to, like, go find Joy. So, like, did she drop it when he, like, drove her off in the car and then dropped it? Because they were in the clearing before he drove away to this weird Ched thing, right? Yeah. Oh, you're right. So, hmm. like, when did Patricia think, like, let me drop my ring in case someone needs to find me? Well, she met him over there, though, so maybe she dropped it before, like, he came and then they, like, were gonna, like, sitting in his car or something i maybe like so she before she got in rufus car was like rufus might be suspicious someone might need to find me. <laughs> Let me drop my friend don't be suspicious don't be suspicious. don't be suspicious don't be suspicious upstairs mara is in her room when amber comes in amber is trying to look for the card patricia had received but needs a cover so she asks mara if she needs help with mick with the mick thing amber says she is kind of an expert mara says she's writing mick a letter she asks Amber what she thinks, and Amber tells Mara just to text him. I said Amber's, like, long cami hair is the most peak 2011. <laughs> I rocked a lot of those. The long cami under a sweater. Oftentimes yeah. it was, like, a different color than the sweater. It just, like, complemented like it. color-coordinating long cami yeah. sweater. <laughs> yes. And then I had the ones with, like, the lace trim on oh, it, too. Yeah. Like, For yeah. those days you were feeling fancy. Yeah. Drew, and you really want to be cute. And I just uh, Amber calling herself a Mick expert, you know, the, the Mick for crumbs. I also am a Mick expert. I would agree. <laughs> I was going to say, is she a Mick expert or trying to be a love expert? Because well, that would be hmm. really weird if my boy, like, the guy trying to impress his ex-girlfriend goes, I'm kind of an expert on it. Like, <laughs> That's true. It's like, okay, I'm, I do not need to hear this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm an expert on Mick. <laughs> Actually, I feel like that's happened to me before, though. I think in college, yeah, someone that had dated the person I was dating was like giving me advice on dating said person. That, that's <laughs> interesting. That's like wild. That's weird. It was I weird. Was weird. <laughs> it was weird. Uh, that is kind of weird. I don't know if I would do that. It was like, a strange. The whole thing was a strange situation. Alexa, do you want to tell the story since you're our special guest? <laughs> sure. Say Amber. Was dating a guy named Nick because we're, Nick. Just, <laughs> we're sure. just, and then her f- best friend Mara. Yeah, her best friend Mara <laughs> was like, like liked her best friend's boyfriend. Yes. Nick. Yes, Nick. <laughs> and then said something to to, to Amber. Amber. <laughs> <laughs> and then 
who Amber was like, oh yeah. I don't actually really like him. Yeah, I don't actually like him. Even though we've been dating for like two years. (laughs) Yeah, we've been dating for two years. But I always think, thought you and Mick would be a good match. (laughs) This is kind of what happened to me. (laughs) This is apparently what happened to Brenna. So apparently this is a regular occurrence. And then they all, after that, were just still best friends. Like, uh, uh, uh. Uh, Mara started dating Mick and then her and uh, Amber were still BFFs and they were roommates. I was they were roommates. <laughs> and they were roommates. They were roommates. <laughs> I was gonna say, is this your real life app, Eddie? Your best friend started dating her best friend's ex-boyfriend. But they were all best friends after that, so. Yeah. yeah. Wild. Well, that sounds That's like a lot of happy ending, so. Good for them. It's happier than mine. They ended up breaking up, but like during the time in which we were in college and they were all dating. True. It was a happy ending. So this is what happened to you too? So like you were friends with somebody? So so I was Mara and I had already like kind of dated Mick and then we broke up and we're like, let's just be friends. And we were like really good friends. We were best friends. And then I thought we were going to get back together. And then like right as I thought we were going to get back together, he was like, I just met this girl named Amber and she's wonderful. And like, then they started dating, but then he, he was like, you need to be nice to my, this is like my best friend. Like, yes, we kind of had a thing, but like, she's like important in my life. So then she, the the girl was like, Oh, well I'm going to make sure I'm friends with her. But then their relationship was a mess. And she would always be like, yeah, you guys are going to be really cute together one day. And like, I like definitely ship you guys. And like, it was so strange. And then eventually they did break up, but then I did <laughs> start dating them again. So okay, this guy, she was like, I want him to date you. And you guys are going to be really cute together. Okay. But I don't like, but she didn't break up with him. She was just like, I want him to date you, but was it still dating him? Yeah, it was like a hot mess. They broke. Yeah, eventually they broke up. Obviously, it was it was very much a hot mess. And then yeah, we all stayed friends. Well, they hated each other, but I was still like kind of friends with both of them. Well, obviously because I started dating the guy again. But yeah, that was fun. Y'all's so. love lives are messy. messy. It was very messy. That wasn't even the messiest part of that relationship, too. That's not our love lives. That, that's yeah. our roommates. We weren't involved in that. I mean, mine was a hot mess too. But we're not involved. We're not bringing up our love lives in this situation. <laughs> anyway. Okay, that could be the tangent of the week. <laughs> it might have to be. It's slightly that we aren't using the names of House of Anubis characters instead of the real people's names. <laughs> Where were we? Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, whatever, Jane Austen. <laughs> Mara was like writing Mick a whole letter and Amber was like just text him but then he was like Mara was like basically like oh really and and Amber was like whatever Jane Austen iconic Amber really has the best lines like <laughs> does. so good Amber found the letter and goes to the into the room she and Nina share to show oh her they see the letter says to meet in the clearing in the woods Nina wants to go right away but Amber thinks they should wait for Fabian Amber says it's getting dark Amber also says she's scared, but Nina says they'll be okay if they stick together. I just thought Amber was funny again. She said, I don't like going to the woods at the best of times, and this is, like, the opposite of that. She would never make it in wolf blood. She no, would never make it in wolf blood. Every single scene they ever have is in the woods. Are we out of the woods? No, they're not out of the woods. Um, at the school, Fabian overhears Mr. Sweet and Miss Andrews talking. Mr. Sweet wants them to talk to Victor. Miss Andrews says they can't risk their secrets being exposed because the school would be shut down. 
I said they're loudly, uh, they're conveniently loudly talking the hallway when Fabian happens to conveniently be at the school to do his research. Love it. How thin? How thin are those walls, though? Like I know it's like looks like a window thing, but even then, like how thin are they? Yeah, because like if we're hearing what Fabian hears, like they're talking loud. Yeah. <laughs> in the hallway loudly like oh no we have secret society and our student just got kidnapped oh no nobody can know <laughs> nobody can know but we're loudly talking about it in the middle of the school hallway where apparently students could just casually be around because apparently they can just go to the school in the middle of the night and do whatever they feel like <laughs> that's like when does the school lock up for the night if the kids can just like walk over there like it's before dinner time because or it's almost dinner time I'm and like, huh? Yeah, I'm confusion. They can go there to do like homework or something, but we not we only ever see this like now when they conveniently meet up for plot convenience in somewhat in tour. Oh, like in tour, they literally like break into the school in the middle of the night. So like the school's not okay. being locked, unless Eddie just happens to have an extra key into the school. He might. We don't Eddie know. Stole it it's from true. his dad. Eddie just like sneaked it. Also possible. Eddie stole the key and made a copy. I don't know. I, know, go I know this right? is... Mr. Sweet has a key to the school and Eddie, like, stole it. <laughs> I know this is a high school, but, like, in college, I would go to, like, the, like, actual classroom buildings on the weekends oh, or, like, after school, st- like, sometimes just to, like, study or something or to, like, hang out. I have, so, I don't uh, know, maybe they just don't want the school. Life card access. Uh, all the communications mm. majors, because our, like, edit bays. And like radios. Oh yeah, I had that too for the communication school. We had all swipe access into that building, even when they were closed. Like closed at like Mm -hmm. certain time, right? Yeah, closed at like midnight. But like I could go in there at like three o'clock in the morning because I got swipe access into the whole building. It's now dinner time. Amber, Nina, Fabian, and Patricia are still gone. Both Alfie's parents are visiting. Alfie's dad says Alfie needs to push himself more. Jerome tries to change the subject, but Alfie's dad says it seems like Jerome has a better handle on head of house than Alfie does. Alfie does. I said Alfie's dad wanting him to be the star of the play, but like also poor Alfie, like his parents seem strict. His mom seems fine. She's not really saying anything, but his dad is like being like, oof, a lot, very pressuring and bad. And then Jerome is like not really helping. Jerome is like kind of making Alfie look bad. I feel like Jerome doing like those underhanded compliment things where you yes. like pretend you're helping or being nice, but really you're being an ass. Also, yes. maybe Alfie's mom doesn't talk because um, women should be seen and not heard. Yeah, Alfie's. Yeah, I could. I could why I, is the dad so mean? But why does it make sense? For Alfie, I know it does make sense. sense. But, okay, why every single parent besides for Gran? Like, why does everyone on this show their parents are just trash? I don't know. I liked Mixed Dad. Mixed Dad seems fine. Mixed Dad I mean, seems Eddie, fine. I mean, mom seems chill. Okay, yeah, Eddie's mom seems chill, but Patricia's parents, Jerome's parents, to some extent, his dad gets better in season two. That's true. Alfie's parents. Mm-hmm. Like Mixed Dad had high expectations, but once Mick and Mara were like, he likes sports. He was like, oh, I didn't know. Yeah, okay, <laughs> ended up being better. Amber's dad is yeah. really yikes. Amber's dad also is, like, one of those parents who, like, you tell, he, like, gets, like, the truth thrown in his face, and then he's like, okay, fine. He's like, they're like, your daughter is stupid. And he's like, I guess. We <laughs> never get Fabian's parents, though, do we? We just meet Uncle Aid. Uh, just Where are yeah. Fabian? Things that haunt me in the year 2020. 
Where are Fabian's parents? We should ask. Can we Maybe ask he also that? doesn't have parents. <laughs> can we WhatsApp Brad? No contact. Let me like text him right now. I'll be like, hey Brad, hey, do you Brad. have? Uh, do you remember if Fabian had parents? <laughs> really important. Sorry to bother you. Parents. Mars. You don't really see Mars' parents, but like what we hear of her parents, I seem chill. Yeah, that's they do true. Like they want her to like sports, but I guess they're probably like cool. She doesn't like sports. Cool. They take letdown, so. I mean, yeah. It seems like they, have, they all have parents with high expectations with varying levels of acceptance of them not meeting those high expectations. Well, I I don't know about Mr. Sweet with Eddie's ex- with his expectations for Eddie, but like, <laughs> the fact that he's in a cult, I think, just throws any of that out the window, so. Yeah, Mr. Sweet <laughs> I think Mr. Sweet could let Eddie do whatever the hell he wanted because Eddie could be like, sir, dad, you literally, like, almost got half my friends bartered, but okay. <laughs> But, yeah, I don't know. They all have very interesting parental relationships, I feel. Yes, they do. But protect Alfie. Truly. In the woods, Nina and Amber are at the clearing. Nina spots Rufus, and they duck down to try to hide. Nina and Amber watch as Rufus is searching the clearing. Rufus finds the ring Patricia dropped, and they watch him get into his car and leave. Nina notices that Rufus's car is leaking and that they can follow the trail. I just said Amber's limited edition shoes because Amber's concern here is that she has on limited edition shoes. Which, I mean, also if I have limited edition <laughs> shoes and I run them, I would be mad, I guess. Same. Yeah. I also, while we're talking about Amber, uh, I just really love her hair in this episode. She's got this cool little, like, side braid thing happening and it's good. really cute. Back at dinner, Alfie is trying to impress his parents and that as head of house, his housemates have to do their chores to get their eating privileges. Alfie's dad says he's impressed by Jerome. Fabian comes in and asks where Nina and Amber are. I just wonder what kind of business does Alfie's dad have? He's like, my business. I'm gonna run it like Jerome. I would never <laughs> run a business like anything Jerome does. Alfie's Definitely dad not. has big lawyer energy, and I know that's not what he said, but he has big lawyer energy. I mean, he could have, like, a firm. Maybe he has his own firm. Yeah. Like, like Lewis and Associates. That sounds like a lawyer. <laughs> it does. I also said, somebody, oh, somebody said that Nina and Amber were like, oh, Alfie said it, right? Alfie says that Nina and Amber with the school horses. And I said, I love horse girl, Nina. I just like, I just can't believe how we keep getting more and more at Nina as a horse girl content. Like, it started as just, like, a joke from, like, her having a horse in her room, but they just keep giving us Nina horse girl content. It's so good. But, but real talk, does the school actually have horses somewhere, or, like... I don't think so. I think Alfie made it up. Yeah. Fabian seemed really confused about the concept that there were horses. <laughs> yeah, wasn't he like, we don't have... Oh, yeah, like... Yeah, like, he was... Alfie was just like, for some reason, just trying to impress his parents by telling them that there were school horses. I think so. But you'd also think that Alfie's parents would like want a full tour of the school, and they'd be like, "Where, where, where yeah. are your horses?" Do we school? not think that before they put Alfie into the school that they went on a full tour? True. <laughs> Maybe not. Well, they did. They just saw that scholarship acceptance letter and were like, "Good enough." They were like, this is a very prestigious boarding school. Because didn't Brad say this was supposed to be, like, a prestigious boarding school? Yes. Yeah. So, so like, they were like, this is very prestigious. And we have very high expectations of our son. We'll send him this is prestigious boarding school. Oh, things that don't make sense in the year 2020. Patricia is eating a burger and Rufus shows her that 
he found the ring she left as a clue. Patricia asks him why he's searching for joy and what his connection to Sarah is. Nina and Amber have followed the trail to the shed. Amber tries to convince Nina to let her go back to the house. And I put that you could hear, like, the wind in the audio, especially when the scene first, like, cuts to Nina and Amber. Mm. Oh, I didn't even notice that. I thought it was so clear. I guess they didn't have one of those, like, wind protector things on their mic. It's called a dead cat. Yes, a dead cat. (laughs) I don't want to film school yet. I think there's other names for it, too, but we always called it a dead cat. (laughs) And I said Amber really said she has to do chemistry homework. Like, okay. Amber does chemistry homework. Proud of her. And then I said they're really about to get kidnapped. <laughs> Patricia got kidnapped. You know what we should do? Just walk right in there. You you know what they could have could have avoided if they had cell phones and they like waited till Rufus left and then used their cell phone to like call Fabian or like yeah you know somebody somebody be like um I'm hearing strange noises in the shed. Call the police or like come here but like anyone call Trudy. Yeah. Trudy, we were walking and we hear yelling for help in the shed can you come help so i feel like that would raise more suspicion because trudy would have been like um my my student i think they did have their cell phones though because i i want to say the next episode starts with them like i'm we're gonna spoil the next part but they they get kidnapped they get trapped in the shed and i think the first thing they do is pull out their cell phones and they're like oh no we have no service I Unless so- I just like made that scene up in my mind, I, I but I'm think, pretty sure that's I what happens. I'm saying that I vaguely remember that happening. Same though. Okay, Nina and Amber open the shed, and Rufus manages to escape with Patricia locking Nina and Amber inside. Dun dun dun. Cliffhanger face. Really, yikes. So, do you have any more commentary on this episode? What are your thoughts? Now that you're seeing that multiple people got kidnapped in this episode. That's crazy. Because <laughs> I know last night you had a bit of commentary on this being a children's show. <laughs> Honestly, that would scar me if I watched this as a kid. Would you have watched this in 2011? <laughs> okay, in 2011. Like, like, as a kid, I was like low-key scared of the dark. So like I feel like this would not happen. <laughs> yeah, see, I watched this as like, what, a 14, 15 year old. Yeah. So, like, yeah, so we have a lot of fans that listen to us, right? And I know mm-hmm. that they told us before that they weren't scarred by watching House of Anubis, and I say you were very brave. However, like, did watching this episode in particular, like, were you scared of getting kidnapped? Because I feel like even I as a child, I don't know if me as a teenager, I don't remember, but I feel like I would be like, mm. I feel like me as a teenager was like, well, I could probably avoid getting kidnapped if I don't act like I'm Nina and Amber. I just walk up into a kidnapping <laughs> situation. I mean, I was no more scared of getting kidnapped than just like casually just like try to avoid interacting with strangers. Although sometimes you can't avoid it. Yeah, but I know like so many people that listen to this were like eight or nine or ten when they watched this show and I'm like, yeah, this would have like, not been cool for me. <laughs> I would have been scared. I would also have been scared. Yeah. I like realized last night I was like, oh, this is intense. <laughs> Honestly, this is probably one of the more like intense episodes. I mean the season two finale I think is like Oh, well, top yeah, tier season, for intense but like, finale, 
the end of season three with all that like eclipse stuff yeah season three is like straight up scary and it's weird that like me rewatching it in 2020 i was like this is like genuinely scary yeah, see, more reasons they went to Teen Nick. Yeah, I mean, I think they mostly did. They mostly go to Teen Nick because of you know, like ratings or whatever. But like, I uh, yeah, I think they brought it to Teen Nick to like die, which I hate. But like, yeah. the thing is it was more appropriate for Teen Nick than regular yes. Nickelodeon at that point. Like airing primetime on regular Nickelodeon was like half the plots of season three. Would have been bad. Yeah, that would yeah been I feel bad. like they might have ended up with some complaints if, like, random children just ended up watching some of that stuff. Yep. I still think that if you could revive the show for, like, a late tween, early teen Netflix show, it could so be, good. like, Chef's Kiss. It could be so good. Let's do it, guys. Let's write it. We'll produce it. We'll pitch it. Netflix? Like, we got this. Netflix, you owe me. You cancel Teenage Bounty Hunters, you owe me. And on that note, it's time to pick a brain cell of the week. Um, I put Nina down because she's like, I don't even really know if I necessarily think she has the brain cells, but she's like very gung-ho to get Patricia back. She's very determined. And she was like, she's the one who noticed the oil leaking and like, you know. True. Finding That's true. She is being mostly smart. I put Fabian just in the beginning of the episode because he stole the security tapes and that definitely helped them made sure nina didn't get caught for stealing the pieces that would have been really bad if they lost those pieces can i give some points to patricia for somehow like knowing to drop her ring and try to get it so that people could find her so um minus points to patricia for then telling that to rufus <laughs> honestly that's a mood she gets points but then she loses them right away <laughs> um and now for our ship of the week i i don't know why i just put nina Trisha with a bunch of questions. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, I don't think I've ever considered that ship. <laughs> they could be good enemies to lovers. I will say that. That's true. Yeah. Um, but also, I put Fabina because of the cute little kiss on the cheek moment. We, 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 you know, Fabina made points. We are Fabina shippers in the year 2020. We are Fabina shippers. Sorry, Brad. Only in season one. And so now we're going to do something fun. And I thought it would be fun if we filled out like a Mad Libs, but we made it HOA related. So the one I found and I wanted to do is called Family Rock Band. And we're going to oh, start <laughs> I thought this would be hilarious. Should we all take turns, like, filling out the thing? We can, like, all four of us. Yeah. I don't know who wants to go first, but we need an adjective. So. Yeah, <laughs> I'll go first. You said you need an adjective? Yes. Creepy. We need a last name. I'm going to do Miller. That's good. Predictable. Don't <laughs> drag me, woman. Adjective. Laura. Funny. She says funny. Okay. A noun. Raven. I need another adjective. Ancient. I need a plural noun from myself. I said students. I need another noun. Piper. She's a noun. <laughs> <laughs> She's a person. Adjective. Energetic. <laughs> I need a plural noun. Sports. I'm so sick of getting down. I'm gonna go with house. Adjective. Evil. Another plural noun. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is not a plural noun. <laughs> Taylor Swift. There are multiple. Okay. <laughs> but what what did I say? What did I just say? Oh, I said an adjective, right? Yes. I'm literally putting Taylor Swift down for a plural noun. 
But Taylor's a fan. I can change it to that when I read it. Adjective. Illicit. Illicit. Yeah, a fair. Adjective. Egyptian. I need a noun. Fair. Is that a noun? I think so, yeah. An affair, yeah. Adverb. An adverb? Shit, what's that? Like a... It's like quickly? It's like happily. Like you had like a Y at the end. Okay. Awkwardly. (laughs) I need a letter of the alphabet. Z. I need a noun. Mick. Mick? Yeah. And that was it. Now we can um, read our story. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I don't come from your average creepy family. That's because we're all part of the Miller family rock band. We have a very funny life. For example, by not sharing his raven every morning, my dad saves enough time to practice the ancient drums. My brother doesn't participate in extracurricular students. Okay. At school because he plays the electric piper. They're what? The electric piper. I felt that. My energetic sister doesn't have time to date sports because she sings lead vocals and practices for four or five hours every house. When I'm not writing our evil songs, I'm tickling the Taylor Swift fans on the keyboard. <laughs> so I don't have any free time either. Finally, mom is our illicit manager. She books our bands to play weddings, Egyptian 16s, and affair mitzvahs. Maybe someday if we practice awkwardly enough, We'll get to make a music video for Z TV and play sold out shows at Madison Square Mick. <laughs> Iconic. That was fun. Madison Square Mick and the Electric Pipers would be a great band. <laughs> That's Eddie's band. Uh, band. <laughs> the Electric Pipers. Electric Piper and the Madison Square Mix. Yeah. Oh yeah, that hurts for art from laughing. So um I uh, guess that's it for this week. Uh make sure if if you wanna leave us any voicemail memos, make sure to check out anchor.fm slash Anubis Backwards. Um don't forget to check out our Redbubble slash T public. Also Anubis Backwards. Okay, so follow us on social media. Um you can find us on Instagram at Anubis Backwards Pod. On Twitter at Anubis Podcast. You can email us at AnubisBackwardsPod at gmail.com. And you can find our TikTok where you can actually see our lovely special guest reacting to the episode as at Anubis Backwards Pod. <laughs> She's not happy. Uh, she presumed us in her face. <laughs> you know? okay. See y'all next week. Bye, guys. Bye. See ya. So much I wanted to say. Where I see it is there anyone?